Welcome back to Monday Marvels on Hotbox Heroes, produced by Split with the Fan. And I got my co-host with me, Sam. And we're just yeah. going to jump into it like regular. Um, Today, we're covering Loki, episode five, which is, I guess, the preseason finale episode. Yeah, the penultimate episode. So let's let's jump into it. So before we cover and do a deep vibe analysis of the episode, I got to say, this episode was really good. Like, yeah. I really like this episode a lot. From the storytelling, it wasn't too fast. It wasn't too slow. You know, the pace was just right. And a lot of our own questions, like you and I had about where who where did TVA people come from? Who did they come from? Where when did they come from? Um, it was answered. Yeah. So okay, let's start off with the introduction. So we the episode jumps us right into Loki and the TVA uh I guess disintegrating right before our eyes. And you know, a cool note is that every time the universe or TVA disintegrates, it disintegrates into spaghetti noodles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wonder if that has any importance as well. Uh, I'm not sure yet, but I'm trying to think if, if it has any significance. Um, I guess okay. I guess it's to I guess it's to, I guess it's to like signify a, a thread unraveling, uh, like you know, yeah, like some um, string theory type thing. Yeah, and you know the whole thing about like the temporal loom. Usually, looms are used to um, wind, bind together threads and stuff like that. So I guess they're just trying to keep up with the the common theme of like thread like um, imagery. And it's fire. I, I appreciate it. They they the animators and the producers they put a lot of detail into when everything disintegrates, um, which is beautiful. Now, in the introduction, we see Loki. He's TV is disintegrating, and then we get to see him again start time slipping, which we said was going to happen. We said he's going to start time slipping again, and mm-hmm. we get to see it in episode five. Um, and a really cool time slipping scene was where he runs through the TVA. He's trying to find if anybody's there or not. And he checks all the rooms. Nobody's there. And then you see him time slip to watching his future self. And then him time slip into his future self. Which was crazy. Um, but then we see him by the TVA monitor room. And we see him pick up the TVA handbook. And now I, the significance of this handbook is crazy. You know, a lot of a lot of the scenes, a lot of the episodes are all centered around what this TVA book has inside of it and what it is capable of teaching the people that need it. Um, as we've seen, gave it to Kang. Uh, he remains Victor Timely. And Victor Timely started making uh, little looms for himself. Mm-hmm. And then Ouroboros. We already see what he did with the TVA handbook. Um, so it holds a lot of significance. And would it come back in episode six? Probably. Now, the TVA is turning into spaghetti. 
And then we fast forward into a cell in 1962 on a branch timeline in San Francisco, where we're introduced to Alcatraz, where we're introduced to one of our favorite characters, Casey. And Casey is basically inside of Alcatraz trying to escape with his escapees. And long story short, he accomplishes the mission. Now, it's, it, did you peep that Casey wasn't his real name? Yeah, his original name was um, Frank. Um, and, 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 it, and someone had speculated, I forgot where it was from, but they speculated mm-hmm. that he, that there's a movie based on Alcatraz with someone named Frank. Um, yeah, the original escapees. Yes, and they're saying that is who Casey's original like that's his original timeline that's how that's who he I is i saw like, that that's, too yeah and so it's fire that they're taking that inspiration yeah um so we've seen casey he escaped and then we see loki his uncontrollable time slipping i say it's way more uncontrollable than when we first saw him start time slipping or is it really uncontrollable i mean because later in the episode we'll see you know I me. Mean? Um, but okay, so Casey is a prisoner, and I guess that's where we see he got taken from. But it's kind of questioning and concerning. So why were they giving so much aliases? You feel me? Why couldn't he still be named Frank? Why? How and where did he get Casey from? Um, then we have another time slipping event. In 2012, New York, where what? What's her name again? X5? No, no. X5 was the B15. guy. B15. We see B15 as a doctor, mm-hmm. and here raises some questions because 2012, we already know that's the Avengers Part One right there. That's uh-huh. where Loki comes and invades yeah. Earth. So. You know, is that a, a hint to something? Is it a clue to something? Are they referencing the time period where Loki does come and, you know, try to take over New York? But I don't know. We see he's a doc. We see she's a doctor there and um, helping some kids, whatever. She peeped that Loki was in the room, but she didn't see Loki. Now, he time slips again to my favorite character in the whole show. Mobius. We see him time slip to 2022 Cleveland, Ohio, where we finally get to see Mobius selling his jet skis. And this this scene with Mobius was very significant because we get to learn a lot about him. Mm-hmm. We see that he has two sons. Um, I forgot their names. I know one is Kevin and the other one is uh Sean. Um do you do you think that was a hint to something? Do you think they're gonna be like relevant, or that was just to nah, help Mobius's I just, character? I just think it was just to show like what Mobius's life was like on the original timeline. Um, name mm. Don. Um, yeah, and you know, I think it's just to show the audience that he does have something to like go back to. Like a lot of speculation was like, oh, maybe he has like this tragic this tragic backstory where like he doesn't really have much to go back to but he does have somewhat of a promising life he has two children to take care of um 
on his on his timeline. So you know, and he, he said that his and he said his wife had passed. Um, mm-hmm. I saw from New Rock Stars, and it started to make me think that uh, did his wife pass in the blip, the blip period? Is that why he's a single father? Maybe. I wouldn't put it past them. But I also passed it too. But also seemed like that timeline was doing pretty good for a timeline with a blip. Like it didn't seem like they were too. Because like That's we true. saw from the other, we saw from like whatever we saw from Endgame and whatever else that like the blip it looked like it was a pretty rough time. Yeah, everybody um, was struggling. Yeah, so it didn't look like that during that um that um thing. And so we see Mobius and Loki have their interactions. And Loki is tr- basically trying to convince Mobius to come back to the TVA. Mm-hmm. Um, as we see later in the episode, he does join with Loki. Um, but that's after a little more conversation. Um, then we see Loki time skip to Ouroboros. And we get to learn a lot about Ouroboros here. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Ouroboros. He works in his workshop. I guess that's the place he lives. Um, it's it's funny to see, and it raises the question, did he model the TVA after his workstation in in his real timeline? Um, Poss- then- possibly. I mean, because we do see that we do see that parts of their personality or their past selves kind of creep through um, to themselves at the TVA. For example, Mobius and the jet ski obsession like that is something that bled through from his his variant self, um, even though his memory was wiped. So or OB's um, workshop design could be something that bled through from his um, original life. Um, I'm trying to think of the other people. Casey, I mean Casey. Casey, Casey. already. I mean, to me, to, to to be a criminal like that and like to plan the escape, you have to be somewhat smart. Um, Casey is smart, so I mean, I guess that's where that he retained his intelligence. Yeah, so like, there's cer- certain aspects, I guess, of each person that like sort of bleeds through, and that could be just. That's why um, Obi's workshop in his variance life looks very similar to the RNA department in the TVA. We also get to see Ouroboros as he's an author. He's a writer and an author. And he's selling his own books. Man, he tried to swindle the bookshop to get paid, but he failed there. And then we also see through his conversation with Loki that not only is he a science fiction writer, he's also a physicist. A theoretical yeah, physicist. which he doesn't. Yeah, which he doesn't really care much about <laughs> at all. <laughs> um. So, but we see he he has the science to back up his claims. You feel me? Um. What else do we get to see here? We see a lot. Then we get to see Loki time slip to Sylvie's time, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But. Like, I, I think it was, like, first time slip when he went to McDonald's. We saw Sylvie walk out of McDonald's with a little bag and drink. And then we got to see the bag and drink just disappear. Mm-hmm. So we already seen from then that her branch timeline is already starting to disintegrate. 
Yeah. Um, but it goes further. Sylvie actually remembers Loki, one of the only few to remember him. Yeah. And that's because I think she actually just like kind of she left. I forgot what happened. She left right through the temp pad. Yeah. She still has he remains his temp pad, so she can, you know, leave certain situations whenever she wants. Um, as opposed to everyone else who just kind of got reset. Yeah, she did. It's kind of crazy. She she could have took everybody with it through the temp pad. Um, but she just left. So maybe that just adds to her character more. Um. So Sylvie is basically having a one-on-one with Loki. And their conversation is going about what is it that Loki really wants? Because Sylvie is under the... She's under the guise of just, you know, there's no more he who remains. There's no more TVA. So we should just let the people be people on their branch timeline. Forget about how they felt before in the TVA. And, you know, it kind of raises the question, is she right or is she wrong? Because she brings up the question of free will and choices. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to see how Loki is also bringing up the question of free will and choices, but his his perspective is different from Sylvie's. Yeah, I think she's right in her general idea, but, like, within the circumstances of the situation that they're currently in, she's not right, because for her to just say, like, okay, let them live on their timelines, but, like, there were, there's going to be no timeline, and she realizes that, and that's part of why she makes the, you know, change of decision at the end. Uh, towards the end of the episode um but yeah i mean in her general um idea of what she's saying i do agree i mean i mean i guess when they fix everything at the tva like when if they fix everything at the tva then they could let everybody go back to their timelines because the job is done at that point but for the time being while things are while, while things are currently where they stand um she she she's She's not right because, like, they do have to fix the timeline. So, yeah, I, I think she should have just been on board with Loki from the jump. Um, but I guess you know it plays to giving the character duality like that. Have Loki question his own thoughts as well. Um, mm -hmm. but we see Sylvie finally get to ask Loki what, why is he on this mission? What is he in this mission for? And his mission is basically to get his friend back and to not be alone anymore. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, I thought the moment was really touching and it kind of showed like how far this character of Loki has come since the beginning of the MCU and where we first met Loki. And obviously this is a variant, but I think this is a similar path that our Loki was on, um, seeing the way... Um, that that Loki went out versus Thanos, like, you know, trying to give Thor and them a chance. Um, but, like, this Loki is, while it's a variant, it does show the maturity of this character because this Loki did start off the same way ours did. Mad selfish. That, yeah, it just, he, he kind of just went on a speed run of the maturity process because of watching all of its past life on the on the film at the TVA. It gave it, it gave it, it gave it a chance to speed run. Um, it's maturity and, and bring it up to speed to where our lo our Loki where that we had currently would probably be at. Um, but yeah, I think it just shows like the growth of this character because like 
the the original Loki that we that we that we met would have been in this for conquest and you know just to take over the TVA and 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 rule over it. But like this Loki genuinely seems like he just wants to have companionship, um, and that was that was a touching moment. I would say so. It was a touching moment. You know, it's nice to see, as you said, his pro- his character progression. Um, Loki maneuvering from his selfishness and uh, our greedy, hungry phase, I guess, to now this kumbaya phase. Um, but after he comes to that realization, we see Sylvie walk off and Sylvie's branch timeline starts to disintegrate. <laughs> um, and I would say the disintegration is happening very rapidly. Yeah, you know what is speeding it up? How is it speeding up? Um, does it lead to well, incursions? I, 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 I think I think the explosion is the answer to all that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but it's it, the explosion is reaching far. <laughs> um, so back to where you said where Sylvie understands now that. Uh, she has to team back with Loki and the rest of them to help the TVA, to help save all these branch timelines. Do you think it's a little too late, though? Um, well, I mean, I think the end of the I think the end of the episode kind of answers our question. Feel me? It does, but like I still think it's late because we at the end of the episode we get to see uh, Loki basically figures out how to maneuver time skipping. Um, he figures out basically he just got to focus on who he wants to time slip to and, uh, you know, through and whatever. I think he, and I think he was already doing it unintentionally throughout the episode because he only ended up time slipping to areas on the branch timelines where variants of his friends were. Like, I think he was already un- unintentionally focusing on his friends. So, you know, he was automatically just time slipping to where he needed to be um because at the end of the episode he gives us that amazing line um of you know it's not about where why or when it's about who um but yeah and we get to see that um ob was saying from the beginning this is not a science problem it's a fiction problem Mm -hmm. and it turned out to be a fiction problem you know, Loki now having this power to control time slipping. Do you, my question to you is: Do you think this is like a, a new set of power for him, or do you think in the next episode, like that might just go away? Um, I don't know, because like it feels like time is gonna be unstable for a while in the MCU, and as yeah. long as time seems to be unstable, it seems like Loki will have this ability. Um, I mean, the fact that he's mastered it, I don't know. I mean, like, he seems like, this Loki seems like he's on the the right path, so I wouldn't be too worried about him using this ability. Um, But it seems like it's only been used when, like, things are, like, super, 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 super dire or crucial. Um, Like, for example, when... Sylvie stab he who remains and kicked Loki through the time door. That's when he first started time slipping. This time the loom explodes. 
causing all these branches to start disintegrating and fading into nothingness. Um, and here he is time slipping again. So it seem and it seems like I don't think this issue will get resolved now just because we have all these other MCU product projects that have to do with the multiverse and all these like incursions and all that other stuff. It seems like this will continue to be something that is key going forward. I don't know how important they'll they'll make it um be. Um, but we'll see because like the MCU seems like they're in another transitional phase with all the reports coming out of of you know Echo. how they're changing direct how they're changing direction on 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 a, a whole bunch of projects. Um, I think it's a, re a result of the writer's strike and whatnot. Um, oh, definitely. I think it's a result of the writer's strike, and I think enough of us fans, like you and me, we're voicing our opinions, telling them like, bro, the stuff you were doing was trash. Yeah. And this redirection is 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 great to see. Hopefully, it's in a right uh, direction, a more positive light, where all our canon material is actually like produced well. Um. Now that would we will only be able to see that when the TV shows and movies drop. But mm. the producing of Loki was was stellar. Yeah, Loki's like the one project that has really been consistently good all the way throughout i would say from season one episode one to to now and i i definitely don't think the pro the, the quality is going to drop off going into season i mean going into the season finale and if they have a season three you know um that well i'm gonna ask you this question now that we brought it up do you think they're going to be a season three i'd have to see how the end of this end of season two ends um because as you said like all these because nothing got confirmed out, yet yeah, nothing did get confirmed yet. Well, we know now that uh, next season, not not next season, next episode we're seeing can come back, mm -hmm. and it's probably gonna be back in the his palace, or or it might be just it might just be Victor Timely in the the loom room because remember at the end of the episode Loki he time slipped right back to the moment um, they were all in that room to get the the loom fixed interesting um, and, and that's what victor timely was there so that might be the re that that might be the appearance of kang slash he who remains slash victor timely that we get listen bro i'm with it to do a little parley but with you 50 cents that it's it's kang in his palace and you have victor timely next episode we will see who wins this parley um but okay Loki is now in a very advantageous position. You know, he can't time slip to anywhere he wants. Um, do you think that, well, okay, my question is, in the reality, we see him at the end where Sylvie is and the whole gang is. That's basically gone now. He time slipped out of that realm with Sylvie, right? Or the Sylvie, I think Sylvie disintegrated too. Yeah, she did. It was just him by himself. So, wow. Wow. Yeah, everybody died then. Wow. Okay. So you got you got any other thoughts on this episode? Any questions? Um, I mean, I think my only question is, okay, now that he's back, um, now that he time slid back in time, how do they fix 
how do they how do they fix the TVA loom from exploding? Like, what is his solution? Like, because like his whole thing was about okay, I got to get back there. I got to get back there. I, I we can stop this from happening. We can stop this from happening. But no one's ever said like how they're how? going to stop it. Yeah, like because like they obviously build the throughput multiplier. My thing is, is Loki going to be the one that goes out onto the bridge, um, and 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 puts the throughput multiplier into the into the temporal loom? Or, um, yeah, I mean, like that's that that's my only other interesting. For... You know, it could be because, as we've seen, the the biggest thing from the latest episode, episode five, was basically who, and the question of who is really relevant throughout every episode. So, who will be the one to fix the TVA? Um, I think it's I think it's Loki. I think it's Loki as well. Now, in what manner, what facet, I'm not sure. But if he's time-slipping, just let's, let's just think about it real quick. If he's time-slipping back to Victor Timely, can't he use his magic outside of the TVA, like in that space, space on? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, just because they turned off the, the magic dampeners. And yeah. because I think, and I think that he'll be able to withstand the radiation. So he won't get like, so spaghettified as fast as um Timely did. I mean, hopefully, I'm thinking it's gonna have to be a Sylvine Loki combo right here, man. Um, and it most likely, I think most likely it's gonna they're gonna have to use their magic to resolve this. Um, my question is when it gets resolved, or however the TVA fixes itself to being whatever, like uh position do you think we will have a tva reformed or will it be a tva like how we were introduced to i think it will be reformed just because they've made such an effort to emphasize um how messed up the original tva was in terms of like pruning all these timelines as well as um you know, the case for all these variants having their own lives. So it seems like they would probably try to go towards that type of model. I don't know how essentially it would work or what it would look like because it does seem like, I mean, once they put, if they fix the loom and it's supposed to be able to withstand all these new branches, then they might not have to prune all of them um but then not pruning all of them does bring up the issue of all the kang variants as well because that yeah. was that was the issue that he who remains was at least trying to get rid of was all the variants of himself that were all evil and whatnot so if they stop pruning all these timelines then there's more there's more kang variants which will then lead to you know the future avengers projects and stuff like that but um, but yeah, I mean, it does seem like they're headed towards a reformed version of the TVA, how it looks like, and like the logistics of all of it yet to be seen. But I do think it will be something very different than what it was when we first got introduced to it. Yeah, I agree. I think it would definitely be a reformed TVA. Will Loki be kind of like the leader of the TVA, the CEO? Maybe, maybe. Because now Loki really, like, Loki can't go back to his his own timeline. 
So he has to stay on like yeah. the outside of all these timelines, which is basically the TBA. Yeah. It, it's interesting to see that if they do, because that was my question too, that when you brought up, if they let all these branches just branch out and, and like live their lives, you are facing the possibility of Kang. And as we've seen, Kang is a very like, he's a he's an ultimate villain mm-hmm. but if you do snip all these timelines you do take out the risk of having a kang pop up again uh, and i wonder what will loki do because this has been a, a ongoing thought for loki on how to stop what is coming ahead mm-hmm. and from what we know it's he who remains yeah you know and then it just leads like more questions. What is Ouroboros' part going to be in this? You know, um, does Mobius go back to his family? I don't think Mobius is going to go back to his family. I think Loki I don't like, got him on the hook and he's just with the TVA now. Yeah, it seems like because, like, Mo- there was a key line that Mobius had said um, in the episode prior he was like the tva is like all he's ever known and stuff like that and he's really content with his life there um as well and then he also made that line that you know i would like to thank whoever kidnapped me from my timeline who hilariously enough ended up being loki um but he said he would like to thank the guy who kidnapped him and brought him to the tva so um you know loki thank you um but so Loki, this is very interesting because season, not season, episode six, you know, there's so much things that we could theorize on, but what's really going to happen? You know, I think I'm going to agree with you that he's probably going to time slip back to the loom room with Victor Timely. And I do I mean, think that's, it's going to end that's up... What, that... That's what we saw at the end of episode um five. So I just can I'm just assuming that's going to continue from there. So I, mean, I think as well he's going to take Victor Timely's spot, um, as the person going out to fix the loom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we do see a little flashback scene, in I think the credits or in the trailer where he does have a, like a flashback of like everything that happens, that leads him to the loom room. So, I don't think they're going to kill him off. They can't kill him off. You know, I don't think after season, episode six, I don't think Loki is going to be killed off. Oh, no, I don't think so either. Now, will Sylvie be killed off? Like, could could season six be a, a paradox where Sylvie has to sacrifice herself and for the well-being of the TVA and to help Loki? Because her, her uh, character is very tricky. Her character is very tricky now looking at it. Because she's very opposed to the way Loki is trying to maneuver things. For me, it's like... I just have to see how things play out in season, in episode 6. Just to see how... You know... Where things go for the next season. If there mm-hmm. even is going to be one. Um, but yeah... 
you know, very, very beautiful episode put together, man. Um, I don't, I don't think there was too much Easter eggs in this episode, though. No, I know that. Um, do you remember that scene in Obi's room where he he had like all the post its on that post it board? Yeah, they were like, um, they were like things that happened in the MCU, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, I didn't get to see all of them either, but um, I mean, if you look at the end credits tag. The post-its are the one, those are the same post-its in the end credits. I don't know if you get to watch the end credits of each episode. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to rewatch it and see again and yeah. see if I can figure out because they they said there are events like on those post-its. So it may, it may just be in our interest, especially our audience, our fans, that you guys also look at the post-it notes, yeah. see what it's saying. Um. Now, back to remember when we had the theory, I think it was like episode three is where we saw Sylvie now star McDonald's and we see that kid giving uh, her McDonald's. Do you mm-hmm. still think that's one of Mobius' sons? Nah. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that was just character. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been shown since. I, I, I just think that it was just a little, you know cameo by a character that's what's up um all right cool cool so i we covered we basically covered episode five of loki you know next week tune in because it's going to be our finale episode of covering loki you know so many things to come so many possibilities that could happen and also have you seen that netflix put out spider-man across spider-verse didn't see that no well yo i would say check it out um as we all know spider-man was awesome especially across the spider-verse oh beautiful already yeah it was it's beautiful it also brings up the multiverse and um how they maneuver through it how miles morales maneuvers through it and okay so you got anything else you want to say to the fans to the people Nah, I think we covered it all. All right, so as you guys know, thank you for tuning in, listening in. Job blessed, be great. Remember to follow my boy Sam on his FBL pod covering all Knicks and sports basketball. Um, The season has been insane for the Knicks so far. I've been tuning in. You know, oh, I didn't, I didn't know if I told you, I won a parlay like two days ago. Nine-nine cents into like $11. I put uh I put a pe- some some people in for like two threes, and they made it. Oh, nice! So, feel me. Uh, but all right, thank you for listening. Tune in next week our finale episode. Job bless, be great, my boy. I'm gonna talk to you next week. Peace.